Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Are there any prayer requests? Alicia. I'm stuck at Buck. Buck, Michelle. Oh, I'm sorry. Ryan. Uh Yes, ma'am. Pray for Minister Barry as traveling graces. Any other requests? Um, it's me. Let's do it. Thank you. Let's do Anyone in? Any other requests? If there are no other requests, can we praise the Lord? I don't know about you, but I'm sick of the devil. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, my God, my God. And when you're tired of the devil, you got to go into the inward parts. Lay it on your face. Begin to call on the name of Jesus. There's power in the name. Oh, my God. I step away from the circumstance and I say, I got something for you, devil. Just wait right there. I 
fade away right there. And I come back with the authority. And I say, lose him in the name of Jesus. You have no dominion. Because the power that lives in me is greater than the world. Oh, bless the Lord tonight. Hallelujah, Jesus. Sometimes you got to get so mad at the devil. Hallelujah. That you have to escort him out of your house. Out of your circumstance. Out of your mind. Off your job. Come on, somebody. We have power. Jesus, Jesus. You begin to hear news after news. Bad reports after bad reports. And it began to weigh on your mind. But the Bible said, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. Oh, bless the name. Hallelujah, Jesus. I speak right now under the unction of the Holy Ghost that everybody, every mind, every emotional trial must come under subjection. Jesus. In the name of Jesus, get out of our homes. Leave our children alone. Get your hands off of them. Oh, bless the Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Touch the soul, Lisa. We are believing the Lord with you, woman of God. It's already done. God is revealing himself to you. That's why you have the prayer request. It's done in Jesus' name. Traveling graces for Minister Barry. Uh, Santa Martinez. We speak healing to her body. Hallelujah, Jesus. I bind every spirit that tries to come up in our homes. Uh, we believe with the man of God in the moon home. Uh, every spirit is minimized. And the spirit of the Lord, through the sacrifice, will maximize. See, the devil is mad. In Jesus' name. Uh, we are not intimidated by the attack. We recognize that we've already won. Because great is he that lives on the inside of you and you and you than he that's in the world. We pray for Buck, Rachel, Ryan, Brian, in Jesus' name. Sister Saliki, healing in the name of Jesus. Healing in the name of Jesus. Set up your testimony for her. In Jesus' name. We pray, Lord, for Sister Lynette. Hallelujah, Lord. Whatever it is that you've started in her, it must continue. And we bind the devil that is attacking her mind. In Jesus' name. We shall believe the report that the arms of the Lord shall be revealed. In Jesus' name. Pray for San Diego. Pray for Sister Candace. Mental and physical health. We call it out right now. We set up the testimony that Jesus will continue to do it again and again and again in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Continue to rest in this service. 
Hallelujah, Jesus. In our minds. Hallelujah, that we believe that God is already performing every work that he started out to do in us. Hallelujah. That we receive the word of God tonight. Hallelujah, Jesus, that it rests in our hearts so that we live and can turn to the journey of the Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. Come on, y'all, give him another sanctified praise. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory, God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Praise the Lord, everybody. Thank you, Jesus. Now, who has a testimony? Praise the Lord. Anybody? Okay, y'all ready for the word? I am too. Praise the Lord. I am. Unless somebody has something. Okay, we call the man of God. Picture. Bless the name of Jesus. You serve a wonderful God. Precious Savior. Jesus. Ever so often I just sit back and think of how blessed we are. How blessed I am. You know, because, you know, I could be like one of my friends. I had several friends that got saved along the time when I did, when I witnessed to them. And several of them fell away. And I can tell you that, you know, some of them have passed away. Some of them are, are ill with some sort of disease. Or, but more than anything, the life is still messed up in sin. I just thank God that he kept me. Uh, tonight I want to talk about um, how submission works. How submission works. Uh, on last Wednesday when I was praying, God uh, whispered these things into my ear, a couple of uh, concepts, and one of them was how submission works. And um, so I, I want to I share that with you tonight. Uh, I want to begin in James chapter 4, verse 7. James 4, and verse 7. James 4, and verse 7 says, Submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Uh, this is one of those scriptures that a lot of people knew at least one part of it. The part that says, resist the devil and he'll flee. But they often left out the part that says, submit yourself to God. It's a whole, it's a complete concept that you have to be with. The word translated submit in this passage of scripture comes from two words. One of them means under, and the other means to arrange in an orderly manner, to assign or dispose a certain position or lot. So that's the two words, but the word itself, submit, means to subordinate, to obey, to be under obedience, obedient, but to put under, to subdue unto, 
to be or make subject to, to put in subjection, to submit self unto. So first we understand that uh, submitting is something that you have to willfully do. You have, to, you have to do it. You have to put yourself in subjection. You have to subordinate yourself. You have to uh, be in obedience. So it's something that you willfully do. The process is you make yourself secondary to Jesus. You place yourself in a lower rank than Jesus. I know that sounds crazy, but of course I'm, yeah, but how you behave, how you conduct your life, determines uh, whether or not you actually uh, uh, put yourself in a lower ranking Jesus or put yourself uh, um, uh, uh, secondary to him. Like your thoughts, your actions, are they secondary to what he's saying for you to do? Uh, uh, what you do is that secondary, uh, uh, you know, your thoughts, your feelings, is it secondary to what Jesus is saying? How it looks is you obey. You're obedient. You make yourself to be subject uh, or in subjection to the Lord. Okay, these, this is what, you know, first of all, you have to willfully do it yourself, submitting. It just doesn't happen to you. You have to do it. You must surrender, yield, and agree. That's what submit, submit, submit is. You, you have to surrender. That, nah, I give up. I'm yielding, or I agree. Uh, the word submission itself in your in your English dictionary means yielding uh, or readiness to yield, act of submitting uh, something, obedience. Uh, we have some examples in the Bible. Uh, the first example I want to uh, refer to is in First Samuel chapter three, verses eighteen through sixteen. Uh, some of you know the story of. When Samuel was a little boy, how his mother uh, uh, took him to be a prophet, gave him over to Eli, prophet. And, uh, you know, uh, on one occasion, Samuel kept hearing a voice and he thought it was Eli talking to him. Eli told him, no, it's not me. I didn't say anything. And finally, he told him, when you hear that voice again, say, here, my Lord. Uh, uh, so, <laughs> but when, when, when Samuel finally did listen to the voice, uh, God told him some things, and he told him some things about Eli. He gave him a vision, told him what was going to happen. Um, and, you know, Eli had a couple of sons that were doing wrong, but he wouldn't check them about it. He let it go. So anyway, God gave him this. And then Eli was asking uh, Samuel, he said, I need you to tell me what happened. So uh, in this particular verse, it says, then Eli uh, called Samuel and said, Samuel, my son. And he answered. Here am I. And he said, What is the thing that the Lord has said unto thee? I pray thee, hide it not from me. God, do so to thee, and more also, if thou hide anything from me of all the things that he said unto thee. And Samuel told him every whit, and hid nothing from him. And he said, It is the Lord. Let him do what seemeth good to him, seemeth him good. Let him do what seemeth him good. Praise the Lord. So, so in other words, uh, um, uh, Lord, you do whatever seems good to you. That's an example of submitting, of submission. Lord, you do whatever seems good to you. This means that he is willfully submitting to the Lord. 
whatever what you say. He is subjecting himself to the Lord in what seems uh, good to him. Uh, he's making himself and his way secondary to the Lord. What I think, Lord, what I feel is secondary to you. What seems good to you, you do that. And um, he's willing to obey. He is surrendering and yielding to the Lord. That's what he do. And he says, he says, it is the Lord. Let him do what seems him good. Praise the Lord. That's what we have to, if we're submitting to God, that's the way you have to live. That's the way you have to, you, you, you have to uh, uh, conduct your life. No, God, I, I'm doing this. And, you know, a big point in this or uh, something to really recognize is that it's something you have to do. It's not going to just happen. You know, you're not going to just because you come to church doesn't mean that you've submitted completely to God. You know, uh, and while you're sitting in church, it's not going to just all of a sudden you're going to be, I'm submitted. Praise the Lord. Uh, this is an act that we have to personally do between us and God. In 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 13 and 14, it says, Submit yourselves to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake, whether it be to the king as supreme or unto governors as unto them that are sent by him for the punishment of evildoers and for the praise of them that do well. Praise the Lord. He, he, said, he says, I want you to obey and surrender to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake. In other words, we don't break laws. We don't break laws. It's, that, that's what he said. Every ordinance of man you're supposed to submit to. You have to obey them. You have to surrender to it. You have to yield to it. Doesn't matter what you feel or what you think. You know, like sometimes if, if it's late at night, I know that here late at night they do a certain thing, but it, it just didn't used to happen. If you're on a main drag and, uh, after a certain hour, all the traffic lights just flash yellow caution so you can kind of go through. But there was a time when, you know, if the light was going to turn red, it just turned red. It'd be three in the morning. You're sitting on the light and nobody's coming. I'm sitting there waiting for what? No cars are coming. I ought to be able to just go. It's a small example. Now, there are some, some caveats to this. If you look at Acts chapter 4 and verse 19, it says, But Peter and John answered and said to them, Whether it be right in the sight of God to hearken unto you, more than unto God judge ye. In other words, they told him, didn't we tell you not to preach in that name? Didn't we tell you no teaching in the name of Jesus? We're not having that. We ask you not to do that. And Peter and John said, well, I understand that that's what you're saying. You're the established people here, and this is your rule or your guideline or your law that you tell me, but should I listen to you or listen to God? So, Nobody can make you do something that's against God's will. You know, the Bible tells us that we're supposed to, we're supposed to obey our masters. In our case, it would be your supervisor at work or your boss or whatever at work. Well, I had a boss once that told me, say, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go get this uh, unit, this uh, 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 television unit back. And uh, I don't care how you get in there, telling you the milkman or something, telling you the, the whatever, you know, whatever, like that. And I said, well... I, I don't, you know, I never had to lie to anybody to do, do my job before. I don't think I have to lie to anybody. And he fired me. He fired me. But I was in the same position that Peter and John was in. Oh, you can't, you know, I, I'm not going to go against God's law. So do what you want. 
you see a, a similar teaching that you should understand also in Romans uh, 13, 1 through 5. I had another testimony that goes with that. Say, let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that are ordained of uh, the powers that be are ordained, are, ordained, are ordained of God. Whatsoever, whosoever therefore resists the power, resisteth the ordinance of God. And they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to the evil. Wilt thou then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same. For he is a minister of God uh, to thee uh, for good. But if thou do that which is evil, be afraid, for he beareth not the, the sword in vain. For he is a minister of God, a revenger to execute wrath upon him that doth evil. Wherefore, you must needs be subject not only for wrath, but also for conscience sake. So, so I was in a situation like this also, um, where uh, the, the executive director of the place that I worked, um, he, he was, you know, he, he was trying to push off something or do something. And he did a lot of stuff that wasn't right, wasn't ethical, whatever, like this. And I thought, you know, my frame of reference was these devils, you know, whatever, whatever. And then uh, one day he, he, he called me. I had to go to speak to him and everything. And he had some expectation for me uh, to do something uh, or, or, or treat somebody some way that I wouldn't. Uh, uh, I forget all the details of it. But whatever the case was, when I left there that day, you know, uh, uh, the, another gentleman that was with me, he was a, a, another guy that was two levels of supervisor above me. And he said, um, well, Mike, what you have to do when you do it? We said, I don't have to tell you how to deal with them. You know how to deal with them. You know, that's what he said. So I go home, and I had a little stair climber or something in my basement. And I'm on the stair climber just working out and everything. And somebody from church called me up who had done a similar thing. When we had a meeting, they tried to tell, no, this is how it's supposed to go, like that. And, and they called me up and they apologized to me. They said, oh, Pastor, no, I shouldn't have done that. It's not my place to be doing this. You're the person at church like this. And I said, okay. Well, thank you. Yeah, no problem. All right. Well, praise God, whatever like that. You know, and God said, see, that's what you should do. That's what you should do. That executive director, you need to write him a letter of apology. And in the letter, I put Romans 13, 1 through 5. In other words, I didn't tell him this, but my mind was this. I don't care how big a devil you are. You could not be there unless God allowed it. God told me, he said, to that man, Boys Town is like one-way ministry is to you. He's the director. That's what I'm showing you. I, oh, okay, Lord. So I wrote him an apology letter. He was embarrassed. He couldn't even look at me anymore after that. Because, you know, it had scripture and stuff in it. I don't know if he was familiar with scripture. Even though he was a priest, you know. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But 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 the Bible is very clear in trying to get you to understand what it is about submission, how to submit, what you should do. You have several other scriptures in the Bible that, that refer to submission. For instance, Ephesians 5 and 22, and also says this in Colossians 2, it says, Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. Now, that makes sense to us. 
because in the book of Ephesians, it also explains to you about marriage and whatever, and how in, in your marriage relationship, uh, uh, you, you know, you have certain roles. The husband is the role of the Lord, and the wife is the role of the church. So, okay, we get that. And then Hebrews 13 and 17 said, Obey them that have the rule over you, and submit yourselves. For they watch for your souls, as they must give an account. They must give account, that they may do it with joy and not with grief. But that is profitable for you. So he's talking about in the church uh, uh, situation, you should submit yourself to those that are over you. In other words, if your pastor tells you, I, I think you should be doing this, you should submit and do that. First uh, uh, Peter 5 and 5 says, Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject one to another and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud and giveth grace to the humble. So, so we do all of these things for the Lord's sake. And, and, you know, that means several things. It means because that's what God said for us to do. But also, the people that you are asked to submit to represents the highest level of authority in that situation that you're in. They represent, you know, uh, 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 in the scripture that says, uh, uh, we read one that says, uh, submit yourself in First Peter to them, whether it be the king as supreme or unto governors or whatever. So, so he's saying this, you should submit yourself. These people represent to you uh, the highest level of authority in that situation that you happen to be in, uh, whatever that situation is. In other words, God is teaching you to submit to him. That's what he's really doing. I'm teaching you to submit to me. But uh, <laughs> uh, um, a person who is proud is not just proud in one situation. He or she is proud all the time. A person who is rebellious is not just rebellious in one situation. They're rebellious all the time. Their pride and their rebellion are character traits that they possess. That's just how I am. I don't let nobody be telling me that. No, I don't, don't nobody tell me what to do. You know, you're just proud. Not just in one situation, but all the time. The Lord is training you to be in submission to him. He's making submission to authority a character trait for you. Because he is the ultimate authority in your life. So he's trying to teach you, trying to get you. I, I want this to be a character trait for you. I want you to change from who you were. You know, I, I don't want you to be, be uh, uh, what you were before. I want you to be something different. See, pride being a fundamental thing that the devil wants to keep in your life and that is in your flesh is contrary to submitting. That's different. Uh, you're not secondary to anything. You yield to nothing and are subject to nothing but your own thoughts and opinions. So you are naturally trained in the natural not to submit. I, I don't I'm not submit. You know, it's like one time this happened years ago and, 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 and people struggled with it. You know, I, I mean, I understand why. But, but I, I said to, to uh, people at church, I said, you should stop telling your children I'm proud of you. You should stop trying to have some pride in yourself and stuff like that. Because when they get to be 16 and they start poking their chest out at you, well, what was wrong? You crazy? Where'd you learn that? You taught me that. You told me to be proud. You taught me to have pride. You taught me to be proud of myself. 
and now you're upset because I'm proud. And I said, what you should say is, you know, because we do this, a kid comes home, he has an A, 100% on his test or whatever, and you say, oh, I'm so proud of you, but you didn't do this, we're proud of what? You didn't do anything. Why would you be proud? They did the test. But what we do inadvertently is you teach pride. Well, the same thing happens in our lives with, with, with uh, 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 pride, uh, uh, not submitting, uh, being rebellious. All those things are inadvertently taught through our flesh. That's a natural man. That's how, So God takes his time, special time, to teach us certain things. One of the things that he teaches us is submitting, submission. And that's important. Because if you're going to be successful in this life, you have to submit to God. And if submitting is not a character trait for you, you're going to struggle with submitting to God. No, I, I really want to do what I want to do. I don't want to do what God wants me to do. I feel like the Lord is telling you. Some people, you know, you could be, be a Christian, you'd be long enough being a Christian, you have some clever ways of getting around it. You know, I feel like God is telling me to do this. No, God didn't tell you to do that. You yeah. didn't want to do that. You know, you've heard that before. You may have done that before. Uh, <clears throat> did I say that out loud? <laughs> uh, Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30. He says, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart. You shall find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Christ instructs us to be as he is, meek and lowly in heart, and you will find rest. If you would take on the character of Christ, you will find rest for your soul. That's what that scripture tells you. He's saying, I need you to be like me. I need you to be like I am. See, I learned to submit to God by trial and error. I did. You know, I, I was like any other Christian, naturally, oh yes, I want to do with God. Oh God, your will. You take my life. Oh, God, you do with me what you want to do. Oh, God, I just want to serve you. I said all those things. I felt all those things. And I really meant them to the extent that I was able to, that I understood submission. So I learned it very uh, 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 differently. Like every human, it was in me to want and to try to do things my way. And after a while, even being born again, I would revert back to doing things my way and try to figure out how to make it okay with God. But, of course, my desire was to do the things God's way. And, and you know, the this, this same passage of scripture in, in Matthew, uh, um, God showed me. I, 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 was, I was at work, and I had all these reports that I had to have due every month, you know, um, or every 90 days, I had to write a report on, on a kid and whatever. And you might have 24 kids or 30 kids that you have to do that. So, you know, they're all not the same day, but, you know, periodically through you know, months as kids would be there for so long, uh, you would have reports due. Sometimes you had three or four reports due at the end of the week. Sometimes you might have one. Sometimes you didn't have any, you know. But whatever the case was, I was at a time where I had a lot of stuff to do and a lot of stuff um, that was going to be past due. And, and having all these things done on time is how they rated you with your performance. That was part of your performance. And... Um, uh, so I, I was sitting in my office and I saw these things I had to do. Got there one morning. I'm thinking, man, I'm overwhelmed. And, uh, uh, you know, God, as he does, 
if you have a relationship with him, he'll speak to you, talk to you about the things. You know, he could see I was in trouble in my own mind and stuff. So he said to me, uh, overwhelmed, he said, uh, the Bible says, come unto me, all you that labor in a, uh, 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 you know, heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And he said, you cannot be overwhelmed and at rest at the same time. So, either you have not come unto me, or my word is not true. That's what he said. I'm thinking, what? First of all, Lord, I've been saved since 76, and I've been a pastor for about three years now, three or four years. And, uh, you know, uh, he, he didn't respond to that. <laughs> you know, like that, that, that's not important to me. But, but, but whatever the case was, uh, I realized what he was saying that you haven't come unto me. You obviously don't know how, what that is. So I said, okay, God, I'm going to come unto you. In fact, the next thing I do is going to be whatever you tell me to do. I'm not doing anything. I don't care what happens. If I get fired or whatever, I'm not doing anything. I'm coming unto you. And of course, uh, um, within a day or so, everything was remedied. Everything was fixed. I was fine. No pressure, no overwhelm. The courts that I had to do, whatever, it all worked out. So I was, boy, whew, that's amazing how God does that. That you know, did something in my life. I was touched. I was moved. Boy, God is something. And then, uh, uh, as it normally happens with us in our lives, about, oh, I don't know, five or six months later, I was in the same situation, feeling overwhelmed. So I said, wait a minute. I know what to do. God, I'm coming unto you. I ain't doing nothing. That's what I did. And again. Everything was resolved. No problem. The third time it happened, because it did happen a third time, I said, I'm going to catch God and see what he's doing. So, boy, I was just going to I'm just going to do, I'm not doing anything, Lord, until you tell me. God just sat there. The phone, I answered the phone. And then I lost it. I just did, responded to whatever the phone call was about, completely forgot all about it. Everything was resolved again. And I said, you know what, God, I don't care how you're doing it. I'm just joyful and happy that you do it. I can't figure it out. I can't catch you doing it, but you did it. And I'm satisfied. Well, God was teaching me, just submit to me. Just let me have it. See, by trial and error, I learned that. I learned to submit to God just like that. <laughs> you know, and I learned that the more submitted you are to God, the more he can guide your life and direct your life. Let me say it again. But that was a good shout point right there. Y'all miss it. Y'all miss a good amen right there. <laughs> the more submitted you are to God, the more he can guide and direct your life. Also, the more submitted you are to God, <laughs> also, don't, this is another one. Also, the more submitted you are to God, the more you are assured of a life that cannot fail. You are assured of a life that cannot fail because God does not fail, he does not falter, and he cannot be defeated. And so is your life submitted to him and in his hands. Won't fail, can't falter, and can't be defeated. Submission. That's how submission works. That's how it works. Look at this, Romans 10. One through three it says, brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. 
I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. That's how I was. I, you got a zeal for God, but your knowledge is lacking. You're lacking some knowledge. He said, uh, for they being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness have not submitted themselves. Uh, uh, going about to establish their own righteousness not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. They have not submitted themselves to the righteousness of God. So uh, Paul is praying for Israel. He's praying for the, for the Jews. That, that typically, you know, you don't want to accept this fact that the Messiah has come and what have you. And, and uh, uh, I know that you have zeal for God, but it's not if you don't have knowledge. You don't know what you're doing. And you're ignorant of God's righteousness. You don't know what that is. You don't understand that. So what you're doing is you're going around establishing your own righteousness and you have not submitted yourself unto God. You have not. You know, because you're trying to establish your own righteousness. So the Israelites that he was uh, referring to, they, they, they have not submitted. In other words, they didn't subordinate themselves. You, you never, there was no time that you subordinated yourself to God. You didn't become of lesser rank or lesser importance. Your thoughts, your ideas were more important. You didn't obey. In other words, you didn't follow, conform to, or be controlled by God. You, you won't. That, that's an issue. Because this would mean that you haven't submitted to him. You're not under obedience to him. Uh, you're not sub in subjection to God. In other words, you refuse to be dominated by God. You, you don't want that. So, in, in effect, uh, you didn't submit yourself unto the righteousness of God. You're establishing your own. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. So, we, we, have, a, we have a similar thing that happens in our lives uh, sometimes, or if we're not completely submitted to God. Um, I, I don't want to be subordinate to God. I don't want to be of lesser importance or have my thoughts and ideas of lesser rank than somebody else's, than God's. Now, th these are things that you don't say out loud. You, you do that by your behavior, by what you do, how you operate. You know, um, uh, you, 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 you know, sometimes you won't obey and, and, you know, nobody's going to say, I don't obey God. But you don't follow or conform to the things of God or you're not controlled by him. You're not controlled by him. Now, I want you to recognize that some of these words in this definition for submission or being submitted, rather, uh, or, or, or buzzwords of, you know, flesh killers. Let's call it that. Because uh, nobody wants to think of themselves as being controlled by anything. No, I'm, no, I'm, I'm in control of myself. No, you, you shouldn't be. You should not be. You should be controlled by God, by the word of God, the things of God, what he's saying to you. Uh, nobody can't dominate me. I don't want to be dominated. Right. That's because you don't want to submit. That's why God has to teach us to submit. That's why he says, submit to this one. Be in submit, submit to this one. Wives, submit to your husband. Submit to your master. Submit to this one. Submit. Because he's trying to teach you to be submissive so that you can be submitted to him. Because as we said, if you're not submitted, 
You're not a submissive person. You're not going to just be rebellious in one situation. You're going to rebel against anything that tries to control you or dominate you. You won't yield. And again, as I said, the more yielded or submitted you are to God, the easier your life is going to be. Hebrews 12 and 9 says, says this. He gives this example in Hebrews. He says, furthermore, when uh, we have had fathers of our flesh, which corrected us, and we gave them reverence, shall we not much more, uh, much rather be in subjection unto the Father of spirits and live? You know, like uh, um, uh, some people, you know, like nowadays, you know, that'd be a hard thing to press, you know, to, to use that as a reference because, you know, we have kids that become rebellious at a very young age. They ain't thinking about their father, their mother, nobody else. They're doing what they want to do. They're teachers at school. They just tell them anything. Same. Glory to God. But, but he, he gives this example. You, you, your fathers would correct you. Your parents would correct you. you have, there's some people that have corrected you and you gave them reverence, or you listened to them, you obeyed them, why wouldn't you rather be in subjection to God? That's the example he uses. So, this is how submission works. James 4 and 7 again. Submit yourself therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. That's how it works. If you submit from... <laughs> You know, the word submit, of course, is to subordinate, uh, to obey. You subordinate yourself to God, obey God, and to resist means to stand against or oppose, to resist, to refuse to give in, to withstand, to hold out. So if you uh, 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 subordinate yourself or obey God and you stand against and oppose the devil, you resist him, withstand. The Bible says, he will vanish. He will vanish. Now, here's why I said this was how it works. Because all you have to do is submit to God, not give in to the devil, and he'll vanish. Now, what else could you ask out of life? All your issues, all your problems come from the devil. So if, if I could get him to vanish... I could get him. That's what that word flee means to banish. Poof. He's gone. What? Yes, all I did was submit to God. I shared with somebody earlier today that if you if you if you could submit to God, all of your issues will dissipate. Because the devil will vanish. He has to go. As the Bible says, it tells you that submit yourselves therefore to God. Submit. But that's how submission works. It's um, it, it works just like uh, you know when I when I said I was in, in overwhelmed and everything, and, and I just gave in. Okay, God, I'm coming unto you. I'm submitting to you. I'm obeying you. Whatever you say happens. Whatever you say works. I'm just doing what you say. The next thing I do is whatever you say. Okay, and then you'll find yourself in your life the same way I was, trying to figure out, God, how do you do that? How did you do that? How did you make this go away? How come, you know, why is my life so wonderful? 
How come I don't have any problems? I, I shared this with people, uh, uh, some people uh, recently also. Uh, uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, I, I, I worked this thing. God taught me and did this, and I was willing to submit to God. And I worked this thing so well that the only thing that bothered me was <clears throat> people not getting it. You know, people falling away or people not really getting it because a frustration for me was, I want you to have the life that I know that you can have in God. I want you to have that. But in order for that to happen, you have to submit yourself. You have to do something. You have to willfully submit yourself to God. You have to be willing to, to stand against the devil. You have to be willing to uh, uh, forget your flesh. You have to be willing to let your flesh die. You have to be willing to trust God, to believe God, to have faith. If you could just do this, you know. And that was my cry. That was the only thing that frustrated me. And then, although I knew all the concepts attached to this, one day, just as recent as last year, God told me, don't worry about people. What? He said, don't worry about people. That lifted a load off me. Okay. If you say so, Lord. I didn't think I could get freer. But just that little statement. You know, I already knew all the stuff about, you know, it's not you, not your fault. You know, people are doing their own thing. You know, every concept connected with uh, that, you know, uh, be careful for nothing. I don't care. You know, all that stuff. That was in me. But. That little, one little thing annoyed me, bothered me. God, what is it? And then God told me, don't worry about people. Okay. You know, I know the scripture that says, you know, it, it's worrying, added one thing to your whatever, you know, when you were teaching the people, you know. Um, you know the scripture that you like, uh, what is it? Um, in Matthew 6.33, uh, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all this right and all these things. But when he was teaching that, you know, and he was telling them, that if you're uh, worrying, added one thing to you, you know, all this. I know all that. I did. <laughs> Had all that down. Every concept concerned. But just that one statement made me finally let it go. Don't worry about people. Okay, God. That's what you say. That's what I'm doing. But God wants to do some amazing things in your life. But in order for him to do that, you have to submit to him. You know, he's not he's not a worse parent, uh, a worse uh, parent than you. You know, your children be doing acting crazy. You know, they're going to school, acting, going buck and all this kind of stuff like that. Well, then you're not, they're not going to come home. The teacher called me today. The school called me. You did this. You turned over a desk. You told the teacher this. You used profanity and all that. Would you like some ice cream? Oh, no, you don't have to. I'll do your room for you. That's not going to happen. See? And God's the same way. I, you know, I, if you submit to me, I can do wonderful things in your life. But if you don't, it won't happen. If you want to be on your own, you can. But if you submit to him, he doesn't fail. He doesn't falter. He cannot be defeated. And so will your life be in his hands. Father, right now, in your precious name, we just thank you for who you are in our lives. We thank you for what you do. 
We thank you, O oh God, that you have a key, a prescription, a, a movement, an answer for everything that we might face. And God, this is the same. You ask us to submit to you. And you cause the devil to flee from us, to vanish. You ask us, oh God, uh, to submit to many things. To, to be subordinate, to, to obey, to be under obedience. To submit ourselves. And God, we understand that you're teaching us to submit. You're teaching us to be submissive so that we can readily submit to you. Lord, we acknowledge that in our lives, in our flesh, in our natural man, when we become carnal, even being born again, we are not submissive. We're rebellious. We're not obey obedient, Lord. Lord, we, it's a natural thing for us to want to do what we want to do. We don't want to be dominated. We don't want to be controlled by anything. We like to think that we're in charge. God, I remember you sharing with me one day that no, you're your own God. You're your own Lord. You're the Lord of your own life. Yet you call me Lord Jesus. Well, God, I thank you. It's a spiritual sickness, oh God, that you want to heal in us today. We bind it in the name of Jesus. We command it to be gone. Lord, cause it to be a character trait for us that we might submit to you readily. We thank you for all the things you do in our lives, God. We thank you for teaching us, for reaching us, for helping us. And we thank you that we have a God who doesn't fail or falter and cannot be defeated. And Lord, we trust you. We put ourselves and our lives in your hands. We submit ourselves to you, Lord. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.